Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. A new name has emerged on the recruiting front, somebody that we should all know about for Arizona basketball outside of the normal names. That and a ton more. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, a lot of names. We've talked about a lot of normal, a lot of the current names right now that are big names for Arizona basketball right now. We've talked about your, uh, we've talked about your Cody Williams. We've talked about your, you know, your uh, KJ Lewis's. We've talked about all of those guys. But you know what? Now it's time to talk about somebody that's a little bit new on the scene but would be equally important and somebody that Arizona clearly believes that they can get a uh, get in on, and that's Derek Queen. Now, you might have heard the name before, and you might say to yourself, all right, who's Derek Queen? Derek Queen is a very interesting player here in that he's 6 foot 10, uh, about 6 foot 9, 6 foot 10, out uh, off the East Coast. Right now, he's probably viewed as a Maryland lead, but – Here's and we've talked about this many, many times before with Tommy Lloyd in that he is only going to recruit players that he believes that he can get. He's not wasting time with guys that he doesn't believe he can get. And he clearly believes that he can get Derek Queen. Um, again, Maryland is viewed right now as kind of the leader in the clubhouse forum. We'll certainly keep you up to date on if that changes or not. But here's what he can bring to the table. He's about six foot, again, six foot nine. 220 pounds, something like that, and very, very athletic, a very explosive player and a guy who is, uh, you know, to be honest with you, a guy who's very, very talented. Now, he might be a he might be somebody who might take a little bit of time to uh, um, to really become. He might be a two year player. and We've talked about it. Uh, we've talked about that before. Um, but if he does reach it, if he does reach the apex that he's capable of reaching, I think we're also looking at a player who would be a one-and-done type player. He's got that type of ability, and I think that he would mix – I think that he would fit in very, very well with what Arizona's trying to do. You look at what Tommy Lloyd is trying to do, and we've talked about this a bunch. He likes guys that can get up and down. He likes guys that can move. He likes guys that are able to make plays off of the bounce. And – um and being able to spread the court. Queen can do a lot of that. He's kind of your new age basketball player in that he is, uh, again, he can do a little bit of everything. Not your typical back-to-the-basket type, but, again, can do quite a bit of different things. So we'll keep an eye, we'll keep an eye on what he can do. But this is obviously a very nice, uh, a nice little addition. you got to remember, too, when it comes to Tommy Lloyd, he does not recruit players that he doesn't believe that he can get. I can't emphasize that enough. That's been really the case for him from day one. Now, where are we at then when it comes to the rest of this recruiting class? We've talked about it a ton. You've got KJ. You've got KJ Lewis, who's already in here. KJ Lewis is uh, a player who I think is. 
I think he's underrated. I think, to be honest with you, I think he's drastically underrated. I think he should be much higher than where he's viewed at right now. But you know what? That's not for, for me to decide. But I think he's going to be an instant impact contributor, and I think it's going to be very quick. Um, you look at some of the other players. Obviously, Kylan Boswell's already on campus, and then uh, from that class, Cody Williams is the other one. Cody Williams at about six foot seven out of Phoenix, he's going to be able to come in. He's going to be ready to contribute almost immediately. I would be very surprised if he isn't able to come in and contribute immediately. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, now, um, so what's the next step? And that's a, that's where it's always kind of a mystery. Yo. Because Tommy Lloyd has been that guy that's always – it's taken a little bit of time. That's been, you know, he's not going to offer somebody. He's not going to offer somebody just to offer somebody. He's not going to offer somebody immediately. He's going to take his time. And again, that's where we'll find out where we're at. But when it comes to the University of Arizona recruiting, you know, a lot of people were worried about it early on. This program is in very, very good shape when it comes to all of that. So fear not, my friends, fear not. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit here about a new sponsor here that we have, and it is called Sweatblock. All right, here's the deal with Sweatblock. Um, everybody has had somebody had something where you know what you're uh, you start sweating, it's embarrassing, whatever the case may be, and there's nothing you can really do about it. And it's not just as easy as putting deodorant on. Everybody's had that. Um, so here's the deal. Um, we, there's been a lot of people that have suffered from excessive sweat during their time here. And Chris, I'll give you an idea. Here's here's This is from Chris. Chris suffered excessive underarm sweat for 10 years. He was so worried about sweating through his dress shirts, he started tucking maxi pads in his shirt to soak up sweat until he found sweat block. Sweat block, sweat block char, changed the game for him. And it, sweat block was created by a doctor to help with excessive sweating. It is a doctor created and doctor recommended. If you or someone knows someone experiencing this embarrassing odor, or get them on Sweatblock. Save up to 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com, also available on Amazon. All right. Now, who can be that player? Um, who can be that player who's going to make that next step for Arizona? Um, who can be kind of that crunch time performer? There's been a lot of questions about that. We're going to get to that next. You keep it locked on Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now the next step here, when Arizona basketball has a lot of talented players on there, you have players like Azulis Tabellis. You have players like Umar Ballo. You have a ton of very talented and gifted guys out there, but who is going to be that player that really makes a that really makes an impact at the end of games here? And I think that's where we don't really know yet. But I'm going to throw out a little bit of a wild card here, and this is not one that I necessarily saw occurring. But at the end of the day, um, I'm going to take Tommy Lloyd's word for it, and I'm going to go with Pella Larson possibly being that guy. Now again. Everything about Pell Larson that I say you can take with a grain of salt because again, I am uh, I'm 
I, I was wrong on Pella Larson. I thought that uh, Pella Larson was – I thought Pella Larson would take a little bit of time to – well, I'll be honest with you. I just didn't think Pella Larson was uh, – I didn't think Pella Larson was that good. Turns out that Pella Larson was not only good, Pella Larson is incredibly good. And Tommy Lloyd, when you watch him, he clearly believes that Pella Larson can be one of the best players on this team and maybe even develop into the best player on the team. I was at, I asked Pella or I asked Tommy Lloyd about Pella Larson at a presser, and he said, you know, um, I have big expectations for Pella. I'd like him to be one of the uh, best defensive players on our t- uh, in the conference. I think that he could challenge for defensive player of the year in the conference. And, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you know, he could be an all-conference guy. That's where, uh, that's where Arizona, I think, kind of is right now. But when it comes to Larson, one thing that nobody knows – nobody knows is what exactly can he do off the dribble because watching him last year and again take it for what it's worth but watching him last year he never really looked like a guy that was comfortable making plays off the bounce maybe that's changed this year maybe that's different but you can tell Tommy Lloyd has uh has a very very good track record at this point of being the player or being the guy who when he says something it turns out to be true he's done that in the past he talked about it last year when he talked about there's when he talked about the Wildcats and he talked about where um, he thought that this team could be. And he mentioned multiple times that I know a good team when I see it. I know, you know, not only do I know a good team when I see it, I've been around good teams. And I think a guy like Christian Coloco can be a conference player or a conference defensive player of the year. A lot of people looked at Tommy Lloyd and they're like, uh, I mean, I know I was because you got to remember Christian Coloco last year played 12 minutes or the previous year played 12 minutes a game. He was not a he was not a household name by any means, and he was not a player uh, a guy that really many people I think gave the the option of emerging as that player. Well, you know what, Pella Larson did do that, or excuse me, uh, Christian Coloco did do that, and when. Tommy Lloyd's talking about a guy that could break through somebody that he could think is really, uh, you know, kind of a next level player. He keeps bringing up Pella Larson. So is Pella Larson that guy? Again, I could be totally wrong on this, but at this point in the game, I'm almost going to trust Tommy Lloyd because his track record certainly indicates that he knows what he's talking about. Um, Now, what kind of player can Pella Larson be? Can he be the guy that, you know, starts breaking people down off the dribble? Can he be the guy that is hitting step backs? Again, when it comes to this team, it's not exactly the end of the world if you can't get uh, a player in there who is capable of playing one-on-one because, again, that's not really where, you know, that's not really where Tommy Lloyd has done his stuff in the past. That's not really where Tommy Lloyd has been the – you know, has, has wanted things to be, but again, he is, uh, he's certainly shown that uh, he knows what he's talking about. We'll find out though with this squad and how uh, clairvoyant Tommy Lloyd is on this, but Pella Larson. And if it's not Pella Larson, and again, Azulis Tabellis is the obvious answer here, but we're kind of looking at some outside the box type players here that, uh, you know, might be a little bit different. Maybe something that we don't necessarily, we wouldn't necessarily think. So who else could that be? 
And Kirk Reese is obviously going to be another one that's going to be on that list. Kirk Reese is at Kirk Reese, I think at this point is you know what you got and you're going to find out what kind of shooter is Kirk Reese because he certainly has been good. He's certainly shown in the past that he's a talented guy that, uh, you know, he can get his shots when he needs, but he's got to start being able to make those shots, got to be able to make those shots at a higher percentage than he's made and in a significantly higher percentage. But again, going to give a lot of uh, track, going to give Tommy Lloyd and his track record here a lot of kudos because he's talked about, you know, if teams are looking, if teams are going into games and they're saying, you know what, we're going to, uh, we're going to play off Pella or excuse me, we're going to play off Kirk Risa. Well, you know what, then they're a lot braver than I am right there. So when you got the man's track record that he does have, and you're going to find out that stuff pretty early. What's also exciting too about this squad is that right now you've got some options. There's been op- there's been players at times in the past where you're like, eh, I don't really know about this team. I don't really know where, you know, what Arizona's going to be able to do. But so far, so good. This has been a team that has been able to. You know, this has been a guy who everything he said has turned out to be true. Kirk Risa, though, what can he do when he gets into games? Can he make plays off the bounce and can he make plays off the bounce consistently? That's where I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think he's that type of guy. What I mainly need out of Kirk Risa is I need him to be able to make the open shot. I need him to be able to look more effective and just quite frankly, just be better doing what he's doing right now because if you're going to be a player that's a little bit you know it's a little bit less athletic you certainly want somebody who will also be able to um you know to get to the point where yes he's a little bit on a little bit less athletic but he could make the open shots he isn't uh he's not there yet but hopefully he can get there and there's no real time there's no real reason in my opinion, that he probably can't get there. So we'll find that out. Okay, now when it comes to uh, another sponsor here, big-time sponsors all the way around, LinkedIn. All right, all these recruiting segments that we had earlier, these are all brought to you by LinkedIn. Check the overlay. Over, uh, let's. I mean, let's be honest here. Everybody knows somebody that got a job through LinkedIn, and anybody that is in the hiring business knows that, LinkedIn is the place to go. Again, when you've got 60, 40 to 60 million people that have got jobs through LinkedIn, that's not a coincidence. Um, you know, it's not a coincidence at all. And that's the best thing about it is if you go to LinkedIn.com, again, backslash locked on college, they'll get you all set up in there. And maybe what's even more enjoyable about LinkedIn is that they have, you can go on there and you can you can look at job opportunities either way that's what again check it out linkedin.com backslash locked on college get the applicants you need for free this again sponsored by linkedin all right to take a quick break we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what possibly winning the maui invitational for this arizona wildcats basketball team would mean you're keep it locked on wildcats Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now the next step here, Arizona is going to play in a loaded field at the Maui Invitational. Um, 
I'm not telling anybody that or anything that to anybody that they don't already know. But you look at it, and if Arizona were to win this, you're probably looking at multiple, multiple champion or uh, excuse me, multiple opportunities to be able to um, get into the top ten. It's really that's it's really kind of that simple to be honest. Um, what I wa- what I will look at with this team is I think to myself, you're going to play Arkansas. Arkansas is uh, no matter what you think of, no matter what you think of. Uh, uh, Eric Musselman, he's got one of the top programs in the country now. He's got one of the top recruiting classes in the country coming in right there. They are good, and they're going to continue to be good, and they will, at the end of the day, be a team that will probably contend for a very high seed in the conference or the uh, Pac-12, or excuse me, Pac-12, in the NCAA tournament. Then you got Creighton. Creighton's going to be a top 10 team as well. Creighton's going to be right there. The one thing about Creighton is – they return almost everybody, and again, it's a team that I would imagine by the end of the season will be viewed at as one of the better teams in the country. So you got those two teams. Then you got some other teams out there that have big names that obviously maybe not aren't quite as good as uh, people would think, but they're good nonetheless, or they're at least names nonetheless with talented rosters. Now, who are some of those teams? Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Arizona fans know this going all the way back to the Bob Huggins days that Cincinnati has been a team that has put out good physical product or a good physical product, talented kids. Um, Then you look at Ohio State. They're going to probably be a fringe top 25 team, something like that. And you know what? If they're a fringe top 25 team, then that's another opportunity right there. And then when you've got teams like Louisville, keep in mind, Louisville has not been good for a while. Uh, or excuse me, you got a new coach, but it is still Louisville at the end of the day. Louisville is a, again, it's a squad that um, you got, you got a new coach in there, but you're always going to have talent. Um, if you're Arizona, these are some great, great opportunities to be able to uh, steal some wins because honestly, when you get to the PAC 12, you're not going to probably, these aren't going to be the most talented teams or these aren't going to be the best teams that you're going to be going against. I think that goes without saying. Now, where else are we at then right now? If Arizona were to win this, I think you're looking at a team that's probably going to be in the top 10 and could easily be in the top 10 all season. That's the, you know, that's the kind of talent that I think you're dealing with when you look at the University of Arizona and who they're going to be going against. Now, I am curious to see how Arizona looks, and that's why we talked about in the previous segment, what exactly does it mean? If Because there's going to be close games here, and if there's not close games here, then maybe Arizona is even better than I thought or people think they are. But I would certainly imagine that there's going to be close games right here. And if there's close games, who's going to be that player that emerges? And I don't think that we really know that one yet. But it's exciting, though, to be able to see that there could be you know different opportunities right there for other or other teams to emerge. So let's just talk a little bit though about um, where Arizona is. That's what we wanted to do right there, and what some of this would mean from a recruiting perspective, from a last second perspective, from a, an ability to be able to win a huge game in the tournament or in the uh, Maui Invitational. 
There's a lot of stuff going on. But again, Arizona basketball is here. There's no better place. Keep it locked on, Wildcats. We're going every single day, as you all know right here. We're going to come back with you tomorrow. We're going to talk some Arizona women's basketball. We're going to talk some, uh, keep talking some men's basketball. Start getting you ready for, you know, the bye week, obviously, with football. But as always, appreciate all of you out there. And thanks so much for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. We will be back with you tomorrow.